Episode 51, Diamond Dreams Miami up and in. And Mike, we usually give a lot of, uh, you know, the uniform numbers. And sometimes we have a hard time not with 51. Simple. There's a couple Hall of Famers there. Quick. Quick ones. You know that we've only had one number 51 in the 10 years in Diamond Dreams? Wow. It was an Asian kid. Or because of? Or because of? Ichiro Suzuki. One of the greatest ever. Yep. You also have Randy Johnson, Hall of Famer, and a hell of a photographer. Man, remember when he hit that bird? Oh, my God. Poor, <laughs> oh my poor God. bird. Remember when he pitched yeah. John Crook and John Crook was like, nope. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> you know that um, with with Randy Johnson, um, the guy's a beast. That was a beast. But I found that post-baseball, some of his interviews, I don't think baseball was a passion. I don't think so either, man. Think, He's just he a very talented it, yeah. guy. He said it. He goes, hey, that was my, you know, that was my job. That was my career for a long amount of time. He's like, but my passion is the photography. Like, that's where he's at. Like, he loves it. You know? He, he's up there. Top top five pitchers of all time. In their prime, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that guy was. That couldn't be guess. touched. <laughs> yeah. That, that team was, I mean, those teams were amazing. They had Griffey. I think they had what Ken was it Kim and Idiot? No, they had no. uh they had Griffey, they had Jay Buner, Jay Buner on that team. Jay Buner. Then you know A Rod came up. Edgar Martinez. I remember, and he also came up with the Expos. Yeah. And the Expos were were pretty nasty too. Yeah. And then Diamondbacks. I mean, I, I don't like talking about the World Series too much. Uh, two thousand one. But uh, but yeah, him and Kurt Schilling destroyed the Yankees. Man. Blood, bloody ankle? No, no, that was Boston. Schilling that was in Boston. Boston. But no, I go out with the Yankees, 2001. Do people know about the bird, though? In the middle of a game, Randy Johnson throws a pitch Spring home. training. Happens to be a bird flying across at the same exact time. And that poor bird, he it exploded. It exploded. <laughs> there were feathers oh my everywhere. Gosh. So does that count as a pitch? Who Ooh. knows, man? Something to good, good question. That's a good question. Right good there. question. I mean, I know, I know now in... in the, um, in the Miba tournament, that if um, if a ball hits the um, the coach that's pitching, you got to do it again. Yeah, do it again. It's a no pitch. Yeah, the other day, a kid we were playing, um, you know, with the DD Black Six U, we were playing um, Doral Prospects, <clears throat> and brother, one of the Doral Prospects kids hits bro, a screamer off his coach's leg. Bah! Uh. Dude rolled right to AJ. AJ got it. Stepped on the base. I'm like, oh, no, we got to do it again. Do it over. I'm like, oh, my God. It was, it was pretty sweet, too. How have your experiences been with the T since the last uh, game, that, the last podcast that we spoke about it? Bueno, I haven't seen another, haven't seen another, haven't team, seen another team doing it. Okay. You know, people people listen to the podcast, and thank you to you know everybody that listens. A, a few dads came up to me, and you know we were talking about it. A couple of dads were like, look, you know, it doesn't, doesn't bother me. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's why that's why the rules are the rules, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we don't make the rules. The rules are fine. You know, um, I think, um, you know, Alex and Juan run uh, what they do with MYBA. 
Amazing. I I do not envy them every time I see the schedules. I'm like, how how do they even Yeah, it's wild. How do they even do this? Yeah. I don't I, I I couldn't. It's too <laughs> too much work. So bro, badass. And you know, and the rules are the rules, bro. And the you know, the rules are, are good. Yeah, you know, those are great. Um, yeah. you know, it's just your, like, you know, the opinion of, of a couple of guys here and other people that have told me, look, you play six to you. I think you should go with those six pitches. Yeah. But I mean, they're all prospects. Look, they had a couple of kids that you could tell weren't, yeah. weren't the best, at, but they took the six pitches. Yeah. The good thing is that it's a rule that that gives you an option, you know, so it's, it's kind of like in the middle, you know, you can yeah. take the tier, you can take the pitch. Luckily for us, Diamond Dreams has the rule. That once you go six you six you That's public it. seven you you know you're not gonna we're gonna take that pitch and you'll go down fighting and and you'll learn and and you'll learn you know what to do but you know even putting that t doesn't guarantee contact That's the whole thing. There's a ton of strikeouts happen with the t. Yeah, you know what I mean. So no, and it's you know. tough. You know, once you're getting thrown to, and then they put a, a stick yeah. in front of you, a lot of times you're gonna yeah cut it right down the middle. Yeah, that's a terrible situation for a kid too. You know what I mean? Like to put that tee there, and I don't think anybody's ever thought about how does that make that kid feel at that moment? Like, ugh, I'm gonna go to the tee. Uh, any strikeouts off the tee? Oh no, it's even worse. You know what I mean? So I'll say. So let's see, but you know, um, it's fine. You know, it's part of the rules. Hey, we're gonna uh, we're gonna play ball. Make the play. And uh, you know, before we continue, I wanted to mention one more fifty-one. Bernie Williams. Bernie Williams, one of my favorite players of all time. He's got Yankee five, got five titles, right? Yeah, and and his number, you know, retired with with New York. Yeah, that guy had a career after yeah. after baseball. He's a he's a guitar player. What, yeah. The guy made albums and everything. Yeah, good, good musician. Yeah, talk about um a clean guy, huh? Bernie, yeah, man. Always ready. Always no, hustling. No, 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 no. Always great at bats. He was great. You know what I mean? A winner. Proven winner. You know what I mean? I don't think he was like a highly paid. I don't think so, right? No, like, I mean, he got crazy. paid, you know, more money, obviously, at the end of his career. Right. But right now, he would have been yeah. like highly, highly paid. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody remembers in that uh, 1996 ALCS when Jeffrey Mayer um, put his glove out. And, you know, stole that fly that Tony Tarasco was going to catch. It ended up being a Jeter home run. Everybody forgets how that game ended. Bernie Williams hitting a home run off Randy Myers, who was a closer for for the Orioles. You know, he had so many clutch moments. And Bernie, every time, like, the the Yankees would win a World Series in the final out, he'd get down on one knee, put his head down. You know, like, the guy was class, bro. Yeah. You never heard of Bernie Williams buscando ese problema. Bernabe Williams. Would there be difference in history if instant replay was around back when that happened? What what would happen I, in that Maybe in that it call? I, You know what I mean? Like I, what? I, they, I mean, I guess they could have called it an out because of fan interference. No, I don't think it would be an out. But or a ground rule double. Because you don't know if if the way the way the trajectory was you don't know if Tarasco is going to catch it or that thing was going to hit off the wall. So complicated. It's complicated. So complicated. I wouldn't like, have envied the umpires in so, <laughs> that it's day. so complicated, man. Wow. Listen, and we got a, a few more things to talk about before, you know, we get into other things. But I, I wanted to mention, now that we're talking about umpires, Mike, because, the you know, a lot of times people are posting on Instagram, you know, oh, look at this guy missing eight strikes. The other one they the other day they put one and it was Las Diaz, 
and dude uh, he called them strikes but it was like like barely outside the little box and the catcher was framing it like a G <clears throat> so you know people were like oh my god he missed eight and I go listen Armando Alvarez umpire behind the plate I would have called him all strikes too yeah the catcher did a great job the catcher did know. a great job that's one Two, Las Diaz doesn't see an imaginary little box. Yeah. Ahí, and he's like, oh, that was inside the box. That was outside the right. box. You're calling in how you see it. These are these pitches are coming at 85 yeah. plus miles per hour. And with today's baseball, you're getting closer to 100. Yeah, I'm okay with like those. It's like, bah. Yeah. And you have, you know, half a second to call it a strike or a ball. Yeah. I'm like the, the, the. Balls are an inch, half an inch off the plate that the catcher does a good job. Like, I'm, I'm really okay with that. But I'm just not okay with these balls that are being called, like, six, seven inches. Like, what Like what you posted the other day with, no, oh, I gave, you, I gave are, you a chance to hit a yeah. home run. Like, like he doesn't, he shouldn't be deciding that. You know what I mean? I just think that that overall, late, lately, the umpires have been exposed a little bit, man. Yeah. You know, there's been a lot of umpires giving some bad there's looks some bad because... Ones. There's some really, really, really bad ones. And I just think that with how everything's like electronic, they just have to be careful, man. They just have to be real careful because um, as much as I like the human behind home plate, you know, I like it. It's part of it. I, I, I don't. I don't want to see a Levi Hernandez 16 strikeout appearance like he right. did here because that would never be. No, you know no, what I'm no. saying? Like I want to I want to see it real. I want to see strike zone i want to i want strikes to be strikes and balls to be balls you know what i mean but look and i've seen i've seen it but there's been some crappy calls this year man i've seen some that are inside the box you know on on the television they call it a ball and they call it a ball but sometimes it's because the catcher did a bad frame job you know he's like he's doing this and he's dropping it too low you know i mean that's a lot of things man but but it's tough it's tough to catch it's tough to umpire it's tough but but some 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 balls are balls. Right, I agree. But know? I think there has to be, like, you have to, I, I think they have to, like, maybe how they, when they tried it in AAA, remember that? When Jason Dominguez tapped the top of his head yeah. and he had an appeal on the full count and it ended up being ball four. I just think, like, there's some pitches that, going, you man, that, that should be reversed. Like that 3-1 oh, call the other day that was ridiculously outside and the umpire made that comment, like, you know. That's, that, that yeah, that's, be not, that's not your job. The, the game shouldn't that. be dictated by yeah. by a ball or a strike like that. Like, let's get it right at least if we can. Yep. You know what I mean? So, but I see both sides of it. We got some announcements before we, uh, you know, continue continue the the podcast. We have a lot to talk about with MLB, NFL, uh, a little controversy there with with NBA with uh, some ridiculous new rule. Uh, but, you know, as always, is brought to you by Diamond Juice Miami Academy. Diamond Juice Miami, we have registration open for uh, DD Super 2s and our rookie program. And beginners uh, 8, 9s, and 10s. We're taking beginners 8, 9, 10s. We're going to get them ready, put them to play Kid Pitch in Palmer Park in January. So registration is open. You can hit me up on my phone, 305-219-2957. Or on Instagram, send me a DM at Diamond Dreams Miami. Yeah, and look, if you're, we mentioned last week, you know, we're going to, we're, we're starting an internship. If you want to help us, you know, Diamond Dreams Miami at the Academy or, and or, you know, with the, uh, with the podcast, right? Yep. Uh, you know, we're looking for motivated, you know, young people, 
you know, college um, that, that are looking to help us out. You know, there, there will be a, a stipend, like, like Mike said. Uh, but, you know, come come help us out. You know, uh, I, I'm, I'm a longtime TV professional. We always mention, you know, there's five Emmys. Five Emmys. Uh, you know, c- you know, come come work with me. You know what I mean? Uh, come work with us. There's a lot of cool stuff. You know, we do need help with with the podcast, getting, you know, getting some video out and also, you know, with, with the Academy. And I, I, I think, you know, it's, it's a very cool gig. Uh, you know, it, it'll look good on your resume. It'll also look good, you know. If you're doing TV in the future and all that, you know, the, the video, the, the shooting, the video, the editing, it, it's just experience that you're getting. And, and look, when, when I was when I was 18, I, I, I wish that there was stuff like that. Yeah. Back then, what I did, I went and I volunteered. Basically, I volunteered my time at Radio Mambi to learn. And I would go with Sabeli de Valle and, and there was a little like, like a printer that would, it, it, it was a wire. The wire would come through and it would print the news and you would rip it and you would like read the news, man. You know, it's like, I know I sound ancient with that, but you know, the internet was just starting at the time. I remember reading about Roger Clemens getting traded to the Yankees and I printed it at FIU. I drove to Rademambi and I handed it to Sabelio and Sabelio read it on air. Like, oh, noticia de última hora, Roger Clemens, you know, it's not like now we have the kids out there that are listening that are high school kids or, you know, college kids and you want to study to be a, a, a TV professional, right? You don't know how, how good you guys have it, man. Like, I didn't have this. I would have had a podcast at, yeah. at 18 or, or done a YouTube show or whatever. You guys could do so much. Yeah. And look, and if you want to be on camera, we'll give you that opportunity too. Yeah, it's a good opportunity. Listen, number one, you get to work with Armando. Five Emmys, we talk about. The number two, the environment here at Diamond Dreams is cool, man. You know, and we like to go eat. We're going to come with us to go eat. We'll talk about ideas, talk about plans. But like we said, hey, it, it is a paid internship. There's going to be a stipend at the beginning and a stipend at the end when completed. Um, and we're looking for good content. Somebody has got some creative creative juices in them and is willing to put in the work, you know? Yep. And we're willing to help them, you know, on the backside of it. So if you know anybody, hit us up. Hit us up. Hit us up on uh, Demandries Miami or DD Podcast or Among Alvarez Realtor. Yep. So, yeah, I'm a, like I said, I'm a real estate agent, right? Um, if you want to buy, sell, need some advice, call me. Um, you know, we're, we're, I'm busy. I'm busy. And, you know, I work with a lot of great professionals out there. Uh, so you'll be taken care of. You know, that's something I take pride in. I want, I want to find solutions so you could achieve what you're looking for. You know, you want to buy a house, you want to sell a house. I got you. And at the end of the day, I want you to work with like-minded professionals as well that are going to give you a good experience. Because, you know, it is a stressful, you know, time. You know, selling, especially selling a house or buying a house. One of the last clients I have was a friend of mine. You know, he's like, man, sorry to be such a pain in the ass. And I'm like, dude, you weren't a pain in the ass. <laughs> you just had, you know, the, um, the stresses everybody has. You know, you're selling your house. It's not easy. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, like, moving parts. It's not, it's not easy it's very stressful when i bought this house that we're in right now my anxiety was like at an all-time high you know we closed and when we were like doing stuff i was like dude i was going at 100 miles an hour i'd like take a breather you know um so i get it but i'm here so you could handle that a lot better so call me let's let's have a conversation you know Uh, i know a lot of people out there 
You're paying a lot of money in rent. A lot of money in rent. Hit our guy up, man. There's Hit houses. Our guy up. He's your guy. There's houses for sale and look and and yes, interest rates are pretty high. High for where we were at. Not high historically because our parents were paying 12, 13%. Wow. You know? <clears throat> so they're 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 pretty high now, you know, at seven, seven and change. But you could always refinance later if they go back down. You know, and then you're buying a house and you're paying, but it's your house. It's your house, you know, and, and home ownership is a beautiful thing. Yep. Sure yes, is. you got to always got to do something, but okay. you're paying somebody's mortgage right now. And Sorry. unless you have a sweetheart deal with whoever is your landlord, rents are going up a lot, man. Yeah, I'm hearing that rents a are lot. a little crazy right now. A man. lot. Yeah. And they keep on going up. Yeah. And people's rent every single renewal period. And then when they call me and they're like, hey, what can I find for this? I'm like, nothing. Nothing. Stay where you're at. You got to move. Take it, you know? Yeah. Or buy a place. Yeah. So call me. And I wanted to mention, so our our friend Steven Torres, who's the head coach over at uh, Archbishop Carroll, um, he, him and his team, you know, he, he's he's building up that program, man. He's uh, he's doing great things. You know, he was on one of our podcasts. We were there like right on, right, right on home plate uh, doing the podcast. And he has a, a fundraiser right now. To um, you know, for, to for the baseball team, it's on givebutter.com. We'll we'll put the you know we'll put the link there on our on our stories, and they're getting close to their uh, to their goal, but you know they're building a nice locker room for the for the kids, fence behind home plate, you know the backstop. He's got you know big ideas for that program, and you know any anything helps. Absolutely. You know, he's, and he's a good dude. You know, great coach, and you know he's a. Uh, He's building up that that program. You know, one of my one of my friends, you know, Lucy and her husband Gus, they have their their son uh, Sebastian over there. You know, starting this year, and you know, it you got to start somewhere. Yeah, and yeah. the better the facilities, the better the field is, the better it's gonna be for your kids. The better the program's gonna be, and you know, and and Stephen's a three hundred five guy. He's yeah. been a you know Miami native, born here. You know, played ball here. You know, he's been a youth coach. You know, in high school coach, you know, his whole career here, you know, after he played pro ball, coached a little bit in pro ball. And he's a great guy to help, you know, and that's a guy who's helps a lot of people. So, you know, if you can give something, help him out, we appreciate it. And he's a big WWE fan. Big WWE fan. I saw him over at uh, the house show they had, him and his wife. They were they were loving it. <laughs> they were taking pictures with all the wrestlers. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So we got all the announcements out of the way. Um also, big shout out! We had my mom's seventieth birthday party this weekend. It was a complete success. It looked nice. Yeah, man. She she was happy. It wasn't a surprise party, but some friends of hers that went, she didn't expect them to go. You know, so I I invited them. She hadn't seen them in years because for years, you know, she was taking care of my dad with the Alzheimer's, and since my dad passed, she hasn't really you know gone out, and so it was nice. She saw. Some old friends was really surprised. We had a mariachi band come through. I saw that. Looked like a great time, man. A lot of fun. Looked like a fun time with family. Yeah, no, Very and important. anytime you can put a smile on mom's face. Of course. You know? Absolutely. So, uh, but continuing, man, you know, um, the the season, it's like, yeah, it's, it's almost done. Almost done, man. It's, it's crazy. crazy. And the wild card standings, they're, they're tough, man. And the AL, Tampa Bay, and Texas are in. So is Seattle. And then Toronto, a game out, 
Boston and the Yankees are seven and a half out. I don't expect much there, but you know, Toronto and Seattle and the Rangers and Tampa Bay, they're they're fighting. They're fighting, you know. I mean, Tampa Bay has a, a good lead. Yeah. It's safe to say Tampa Bay will be in and the they've, playoffs. They've stayed winning even without Wander, huh? They've, yeah. They've stayed winning. They've stayed hot. They've stayed good. Okay, that, that, that teams are so stacked. Those teams are so good, man. Jesus, it's, how it's, do they do it? How do they do it? It's built correctly. It's built correctly. The scouting department, the, the decision-making department, is so good. That's that a franchise to to that you would want to emulate right, but, but, if you're a GM. But not only are they obviously getting the right players, but they have to be doing the correct player development in their minor league system yep. because they're constantly at the top. And they don't understand. You know? Dude, this it's year, amazing. with the Yankees and Boston, the way they spend, it's the crazy. one and two team in the AL yeah. East, I'm even Toronto spends more than these guys. It's the freaking Orioles and Tampa Bay. We, uh, we were way off on our predictions. The beginning oh, yeah. of the season. We're going to have to circle back around on that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Shit. Trey, Trey Turner's <laughs> not going to win the MVP. Neither Sandy, is Aaron Judge. Sandy's not Neither going back to Sandy, back. No. Um, I had picked this guy from uh, from Texas, man. The righty that they... From New York. The Grom? The Grom. And the injured first yeah. day. You saw this guy Scherzer's hurt now. It's his old man. It's yeah. old man, man. Oh, my God. Man, and if you thought it was wild in the AL wild card, the NL, you got Phillies and Chicago in. Then you have a tie between the Reds and the Diamondbacks. Reds. And then half a game out from making it, the Giants and the Marlins. Wow. You know, but I I was telling you before the podcast, you know, the Marlins, big win yesterday. But the Giants also win. Yeah. So that doesn't help. Doesn't help. So it's, you know, everybody's there. Yeah. Like, that's going to come down to the final that's days. That's going to come down to the final couple of days. Man, I hope we can slide in. Because, again, so too, if man. we slide in, you know, now you put yourself in a series with, you know, Sandy Acantara. And I wonder if they'll bring Yuri to the playoffs. Oh, yeah. They have to. They have to, right? They have to. There's no doubt about it. And the Marlins in the playoffs are going to be a problem. Yeah, they're going to be a problem because now you've turned it from a season into a series. And with those two horses, you can beat anybody. Any yeah. other best hitter in the league. So, you know, like I've always said, creeping in is the key. Look what the Phillies did last year. They creeped in, and they got to the end. You just got to get in, man. And once you're in, anything can happen. Yep. Play, your, play your peak and play your best baseball. And let's go through the um, the the stats leaders. You know, we were talking about, like, some of the people we picked for MVP and all that. So right now in the American League, Corey Seager is pretty much running away with the batting title. He's hitting 340. Yandy Diaz is 324. Man, Bobichat, 306. Otani, 304. Wow. And Masasata Yoshida, 291. Only four guys are hitting over 300, Mike, in the American League. Let me ask you a question. Otani's batting average has improved improved since he hasn't been pitching. It has. (laughs) It has. It's improved by about 15 points, by the way. 15, 20 points. Um, Otani, 304. Wow. Okay. Otani right now is 304. Leads the league with 44 home runs. And has 95 RBI. Yeah. I mean, he's going to get paid, man. 40 million. He's going to get 40 milli. Yep. 40 milli. Luis Robert Jr., 35 home runs. Adolis Garcia, 34. Judge, 31. Even though he missed a, a ton of games. And Corey Seager, 
Who's hitting 340 has 30 home Where runs. Where was Lewis Robert? Wasn't he originally in the Yankees system? Where was Lewis Robert originally from? Good question. I mean, he, I, I know you've Because he's turned out to be a hell of a player. He's awesome. He's turned out to be a real good player. He's, he's really good. Yeah, real strong. Look, runs batted in Kyle Tucker. Adolis Garcia, again. Adolis nice. Garcia is having himself a season, man. Uh, Julio Rodriguez, 99 RBIs. He's picked, it up. He, he's picked it up the last month. Oh, Julio? Yeah, bro, yeah, big he, time. He's great. Big time. He's awesome. And he leads the AL in hits with 171 hits. Julio Rodriguez. Wow. Stolen bases, 58 stolen bases for Esteldi Reese. And then in the pitching category, Chris Bassett with 14 wins. Uh, Gary Cole's 13 wins. And I mentioned Gary Cole because Gary Cole also leads the league in earn run average. And he's third in strikeouts. So, you know, that becomes a situation where he could win the uh, the pitching triple crown. Yeah. Close. Only 13 wins. Yeah. It's been, the, the wins have been low for no. for American League pitchers. American League, Ahraiz is still leading the league with 349, but Freddie Freeman is right there at 337. So, you know, it's 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 clo- it's get it's getting closer, but Ahraiz, I think, will, will finish. Freddie Freeman is so good. Yeah, he's very good. Look, in the American in the National League, you have 349 Ahraiz, 337 Freeman, 335 Acuna, 316 Bellinger, 312 Mookie Betts. You have five guys hitting over 300. Only four in the American League. I'm on the fiddle, um, fiddle, fiddle. That's funny, though, no? So there's, so there's nine guys in the big leagues? No, I think there might be more in the in the National League, but not much more. But, Back then, there was like but that's what 10 I'm saying. in like, each league what, or is 15. That, is that what we're talking about here? So, so in the whole major leagues and 30 teams, we have about 15 guys hitting over 300. Is that what we're talking about? Yep. Is that where we're at? Or am I pretty, off? Pretty 20? much. 20 no, guys? Like, 20? 20 guys? No, yeah, I'm on ISO, bro. Okay. I'm on the that sucks. That sucks. And I'm telling you why. It, it sucks big time. The way we're approaching the hitting with two strikes is completely different now than it was 20 years ago. Call me crazy. I prefer a guy hit for contact and get on base and create RBI opportunities. Amanda, you can be whoever you want to be onto two strikes. When you get two strikes, you have to turn into what you're saying. You understand? But, like, I just, it's crazy. The home runs are up, strikeouts are up. Batting averages are down, but not even close. It's terrible. Yep. It's terrible. And it's it's affecting the youth with all this nonsense. 11U team, we have good team, good players. They're 3-0-1. They have a tie. But they're, not, they're, not, they're not hitting well. The other day we had four pop-ups in a row. Everybody wants a home run. Ah, everybody wants to get under it. Everybody wants a bottle. Everybody wants a home run. You know what I'm saying? But pre-anticipating you're going to hit it means you're not going to hit it. Doing everything correctly until you get to the ball, then you got a chance. You know what I mean? But it's wild to me, man. We got we to gotta change this two-strike approach thing. We got to get I, back to what it was. I 100% agree, man. The, to me, I, I loved growing up in the 80s and 90s because we saw some – Great, great hitters yeah. and guys that would hit for contact. You know, like Wade Boggs and Tony Gwynn. Um, I would lo- I would love to see baseball get back to that. Yeah, man. I know the home run is exciting. You know, like uh, that commercial with uh, uh, 
was Glavin and, and Maddox, and they're taking, you know, batting practice, and they go, chicks dig the, the long, long ball, ball, you know? I, I, I get that, but you got to get people on base, man. I'm on the win. You got to get people on base. The story that you said, uh, you won with a cousin or something to a Marlins game, and when the, they put the lineup up, and he looked at it, he looked at you and said, this is the major league team? Yeah. With those batting averages. There, there, there's a ton of teams that Everybody don't, that don't doesn't have anybody hitting over 300. You know, and if you're Marlins, you got somebody hitting in the 100s. Yeah. So that uh, kind of offsets one of the guys at the top. Yeah. So. I, I don't like it. But I hope the Marlins can slide in. Look, uh, I hope so too, man. I, I think they could create some noise, you know. Look, it's going to be tough to beat the Braves. Um I, I think the Braves will make the World Series. You know, you got, I mentioned Acuna hitting 335. Matt Olsen has 51 home runs. Amando, but in the play, I hate to cut you off, but in the playoffs, the Tandem Mata, the Braves. No, last, that's true. You know what I mean? That's true. It they're, seems they like choke. they're always left like, with, like the yeah. Mets. It seems like they're always left with, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. This this year to me feels different for Atlanta. They're they, good. They've just been so dominant. They're so good. But look, I mentioned Olsen with the 51 home runs. Acuna with 37. Then you go to RBIs. Olsen has 128. Acuna has 97. Yeah, it's tough Acuna to Acuna leads the league in hits. Yeah, it's tough and, to beat. And in stolen bases. I yeah. mean, Acuna's running away with the MVP, it's by the way. It's tough to beat. By the way, remember all of this way. nonsense talk that there was back with the WBC? Get oh, cool. yeah, that he was, was going to play. Get he was upset. Was reports, see yeah. the Braves. Get see the reports. Get see this. Get see that. The Braves, any organization, you have to up with some things when you have that type of talent because this kid is unbelievable bro yeah, he's three home runs away from 40 40 <laughs> so he's gonna have a 40 40 season because i think he'll get it he's gonna end up hitting pretty high threes you know three over 330 more than likely he's in the running for home runs and rbis leads the league in hits leads the league in stolen bases mvp Dude. looks like an MVP. mvp to me mvp on the pitching side Spencer Strider with 17 uh, wins. I want to give props to Blake Snell, man. Hell of a comeback season. 14 wins. Leads the league with a 2.43 ERA. And he's also up there second in strikeouts with 217. But Strider from the Braves, 17 wins. And he also leads the league with 259 strikeouts. So the Braves might have the Cy Young winner (laughs) and the MVP. And all guys that were drafted through there yeah yeah i mean they're it's a look the braves have always been a great organization you know since since i was since i was yeah like starting you know being 10 years old or whatever or nine they 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 were really good you know and they would make the world series and all that and look they've they've had competitive teams since the braves have been around competitively and, for a long they've had, time. Um, they've had a lot of consistency in having great managers, you know, obviously with Bobby Cox and then the transitioning into what's his assistant, which is now the head coach, you know, they've, um, they've had some good, good quality, quality, quality managers in there. Yep. You know what no, I mean? No, that, that team gets it, man. They're, yeah. they're doing great and I don't root for them. Right. But Let's see. Let's yeah. see how they do in the playoffs. You know, this is uh if there's any year that the Braves yeah, should shocked. win it all, yeah, it's this year. Um, man, speaking about winning it all, you know, switching sports, a lot of people are talking Super Bowl buzz oh for the Miami goodness. Dolphins. It's only been game, it's only Armando. been a, it's only been a game, but before the season there was already Super Bowl buzz because 
You know, they, they rebuilt the defense, even though their defense didn't look so good the other day, but they were playing a, a, a very good offensive team. But, dude, to one, Tyreek Hill looked they unstoppable. Looked amazing against the San Diego Chargers. I mean, Tua was making some throws. They looked amazing against the San Diego Chargers on opening day. But there's so much football No, to there's be a played. lot of football. And look, and, and injuries. injuries and we'll, we'll talk about, and, we'll, we'll talk about Rodgers in a second. But the way they look. Look, no, Ty, they look Tyreek Hill, you know, I play fantasy football. A lot of people play fantasy football. Um, one of my teams, I drafted Tyreek Hill pretty high. And, so, and somebody told me, oh, bro, but Tyreek Hill, like, Dude, Tyreek Hill is, to me, either one or two best wide receivers. For sure. In, in the league, in the NFL. I know people want to go Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, one and two in fantasy football. In one of my other leagues, I did draft Justin Jefferson at two. But Tyreek Hill is just as good. He's a difference maker. He could, he's a deep threat, and if you throw one in the slot, he's going to get the ball, and he's a, he's a problem. He could, he could take it to the house. So Tyreek Hill is a difference maker, and he plays yep. for the Miami Dolphins. And look, but just like Tyreek Hill is going to give, you know, two of the opportunities to do some those things, two of the other day got away from the pocket, and while he was moving through a yeah. freaking dart. On one leg. On one leg. Yeah. And it hit Tyreek Hill like right, right in the hands, and the touchdown he threw to win the game. Yeah, that little like you know uh, fade route yep. floater, dude. It went. It was perfect. Perfect. It's perfect. It was right in the bread basket, dude. Yeah. That team is gonna be a problem for the entire NFL. No, I think last year when when Tua was healthy, I think we had like the number one offense or number one quarterback ranking, whatever. And if he can stay healthy, man, and listen. I liked that I didn't see him, like, get hit. I didn't see him take anything hard. I kind of see him getting away a little bit, and I like that. If he can keep it up, man. And in the, pre- in the preseason, they, they, they were showing some, um, some video, right, of the way he was falling and some of the way uh, jujitsu people fall. And, dude, he, he was getting pushed back, and he was doing these rollbacks or positioning himself to land on, on the side or landing with his arms back, you know, head up. It was a huge difference. It and matters. It, it matters. Because he was getting pushed, and he was just yep. falling back. And, and and look, he he put on some weight. And, and I know that Ryan Clark was criticizing him, saying, oh, you know, it looked like he hit the buffet line or whatever. No, Adibo put yep. muscle mass. And he goes, look, I like playing light. But I can't get... Manhandled by people. I, no, I had no. to get, bro. So, Tua Tafuente, he learned how to fall. He looks like he's throwing the ball better. Yeah. You know? like he's healthy. Oh, yeah, he's he healthy. threw an interception. Who gives a shit? Yeah, Everybody okay. throws an interception. Joe Burrow had a crap-ass Crappy game. Crappy game, 50 you yards. <laughs> a poor Pat Mahomes was, you know, getting every pass he threw was getting dropped by his crappy receivers. Um, Justin Herbert, when he was getting blitz, nada. Nada. Uh, bro, like a lot, a lot of quarterbacks had bad games. Rodgers, and you know, and Tua Tagovailoa, <laughs> player of the week, and Aaron Rodgers, four plays, man. Wow, talk about be- look, they won the game. Yes, they won the game. Their defense is fantastic, by the way. The Jets' defense, they won. But I don't care if they won that first game. That is so deflating that you get a Hall of Fame quarterback yep. to come in, you give them weapons. Weapons. This guy's finally gonna get to play with a with a 
a damn good wide receiver in Garrett Wilson. He brings in Lazard, who he played with in Green Bay. You bring in Dalvin Cook to create the one-two punch with Brees Hall. And you go down in four plays, man. And that was ugly, man. His Achilles, like you could see in the slow-mo, it just... Mm. I'm on the menu. I think burst, man. These guys are older, man. It's, again, it's the age. Because it wasn't that... Didn't seem he, mo- like mother mother nature. Yeah, man, and it sucks. I mean, it's unfortunate, you know, but father time, but don't father time. Yeah, bro, always wins. Father time is undefeated. But he looks old to me. Not everybody's Tom Brady. He looks old to me. He looks yeah, like he's done. You know, I think this might have been a little bit of a stretch. No say, but he's a know, great quarterback. Let's man. see what and, happens. And I, I think he could have still gotten it done. But you think he's going to come back? I, I, he's competitive, man. I think he's going to try to come back. Yeah, next year. Uh, but look, I have friends that, you know, play basketball. And yeah, in their late 30s, early 40s, you know, I see them one day, you know, what happened? No, bro, I tore my ACL. Yeah. Or I tore my... Um, look, it could happen when you're young. And it can happen on the simplest thing. But when you're getting older... It sucks. <laughs> we're not... Well, yeah, we're not the same. Not we the worked same. out yesterday... And I, I haven't really lifted weights in more than a year, probably more than a year, you know, since I heard my, my hernia, you know, my, the hernia. Uh, and then I had the surgery, whatever. So yesterday, you know, I went with you, hey, let's go, you know, starting with lightweight, reps and all that. And, and you feel it. You feel it. Look, uh, my friend J.J. Leonard, who used to work with me in TV, you know, played, played high school baseball and everything. We would go to the batting cages sometimes. He's a good hitter. He's in. He works in TV now, and he's in in Boston. And yesterday they had some sort of media thing at uh, at Fenway, and he posted a video that he dude he he hit, he hit a BP pitch right off the green monster, nice. bro. And I told him he's a couple years older than me, so I'm 43, he's 45. And I told him, dude, you should have done the Carlton Fisk, <laughs> and you know, like because it was like close to the to the to the foul line and he goes no what i should have done was probably not taking those swings because i am hurting he goes day, dude bro. my whole body hurts my whole body hurts and he goes and and i go and he tells me i go work out every day and you would think that would help and he goes it's no the movements it's, it's, it's just movements. hurts he yeah. goes my he goes my whole body hurts right now yeah. he said that swing that he hit off the green monster he said that this destroyed him okay the next morning you know what i noticed for me a lot is um like, if I'm, like, sitting for a long time, like, on the couch or whatever, and then I have to get up, bro, it takes me 10 to 15 <laughs> steps before I can, like, get straight now and the sabma, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I remember my dad, you know, complaining about that. Yo, no, and the sabma, you know, hueso, you know, and you see him crouch and he straightens out, you know? Yeah. And I was like, Quinny, what's going on here now? I know what's going on. But some days I wake I up. There's no denying, bro. There's some there, there's some days I wake up and it's like, oh, do me mal. I didn't sleep nah, right. Oh, bro. you're like, <laughs> God, yeah, you bro. Know, and, and no matter what you do, bro, you get picky. You, you gotta pop the Mavericks. You get picky, bro. You the get Nolan picky. Ryan, yeah, bro. You know, oh shit, bro. So you know what? Props to those guys, bro. Like, yeah. like the Aaron Rodgers, the yeah. you know Tom Brady's, yeah, all these guys that are playing late, late career. You know, like props to those guys, yeah. man. You know, I mean, coño, it took a long time for Aaron Rodgers to to have yeah. a devastating injury like that. Yeah. Um, I'm the body can only take so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's only so much workout. There's only so much uh, pills and protein and, and stuff you can do. But at some point, bro, that, that shit goes from being peaked to saying, all right, guys, we're going to start trimming down here a, a little bit. You there's know? a reason guys retire in their mid-30s, man. There's yeah. a reason 
while guys retire in their mid-30s. These are professional athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody's LeBron. Yeah, no. Look at Wade and LeBron, same year. I know LeBron's a little younger, but yeah. by a couple of years, not much, or a year and a half. Um, but Wade's career hit a wall. Yeah. He got old. And LeBron's still yeah. doing it, but not everybody's LeBron. Oh, yeah. Talking about basketball really quick. Um, USA, eliminated. Terrible. <laughs> I, guess, Terrible. I guess you got to take the superstars. You got to take because the I, I guess the rest of the world is even with our not Mike, superstars. They've gotten better. They've gotten better. This isn't big time. Look, ninety two dream dream team would have beat everybody. No, that's right, everybody. But back then, the level of of players internationally were not the level of players that you see. Not even now. close. Yeah, the world's caught up. Yeah, to the Americans. That's why we have to take the superstar. Luka Doncic you know to I mean? me is the probably top three player in the NBA. And Nikola, uh, Nikola Jokic is one of them, too. So you have two Europeans. Wow. Two Europeans. Yeah. And the top three players in the NBA right yeah. now, you know, or, or, or at least top five. Um, the world's caught up, man. They have. It's, it's not the same. It must be all that rest. They're not even getting a bronze medal, Mike. It must be all that rest. They're done. <laughs> Speaking of that, dude. So uh, the, the new joke. rule that, you know, because... People were going to NBA games. Going, yeah, I want to see LeBron and Anthony Davis, and none of them were playing. So now you can rest two superstars at the same time. But then what constitutes a, a star? And it's like, oh, they could have been an all-star in the last few years. It's ridiculous. Right? But what about if it's a rookie? It's that's, ridiculous. That's averaging, no say, yeah. I think, points a game. I think that these professional athletes need to play every day like Freddie Freeman does in the MLB. You got to play every day. There's no reason for you to not be ready to play in the NBA your 81 games or 75 games, whatever it is. You're playing an air conditioner. You have hydration and food at your discretion. You travel in absolute comfort. You have ables, you're able to sleep everywhere. You're not on a minor league bus. And I understand the wear and tear, but dude, it's 80 games. Like, come on, like, you should be, you should be, and you know what? If, if you're not 100% today, well, then you don't play a whole game. Play half game. Or they, they scatter you. But to take, like, a complete game off, like, to be a superstar and making these $40, $50 million a year, because that's what these guys are making in the NBA now. And when they come out in a suit and tie and sit on the bench on the side, well, that bothers me, man. So you're going to tell me that LeBron James on his off day in crunch time can't give me the last two minutes of the game at 100% that day. Right, because he, he's going to be a lot better than than whoever you got at But that that's time. what I'm saying. Like, why are they not at least available? Okay, look, look, I, look I, Mandito, mira, Mandito, mira. You, you're the starting point guard. Do the caballo, pero mira. We're not going to start you today. You're a little, you're un poco cansado. You're a little tired. I'm going to start you, though. You're going to dress. And then, oh, yeah, you know what? Just to keep you a point. Oh, yeah, I'm going to bring you in uh, four or five minutes today just to, for you to stay loose and fresh. You can help the team like that. It's still your off day. You get on the phone at night with your wife. No, yeah, I played five minutes today. Super tranquilo. We're back at it tomorrow. No, but look, you're getting I, the day off I, before the game starts. No. I know that at the end of the season, if you're already, you know, you got the season in the bag, whatever, you know, they want to rest your superstars. I get it. But, you know, people pay money to watch these guys. I get you it. You know? I get it. Que juegue un poquito. Play a little I bit. Just, I just don't understand why the player's not available on his 
on a quote-unquote off day. Like, there shouldn't be off day, number one. There's very limited people on an NBA roster. But if it's your off day and you still dress and you're still available and you don't play, you just chilled in an AC arena for three hours, two hours. But why can't you contribute a couple minutes at least? You can make some epic moments for your team. Like, I I just don't understand that off day thing. If you're injured, okay. But if you're healthy... And you're getting an off day. No, what'd you do the night before? Like, how are you not ready? Like, your game's at 7, 8 p.m., 9 p.m. Like, the fuck did you do all day? Like, how are you? You need a rest day? You just fucking rested 25 hours. Like, what do you mean you need a rest day? Like, I just don't understand that in the NBA and the MLB and the NFL. I don't understand these rest things. I don't. Yeah. I no, don't. I mean, I, if, look, unless you're injured, yeah. you should play. Injured, you know, your wife's giving birth or something. But if you're on site, you should be dressed. Yep. You know what I mean? They do it in baseball, right? Pinch hitters come out in the ninth of the time. Otani's day off. He's on the bench. All of a sudden, oh, yeah, come out. You got to hit. Contributing. You're trying, but not sitting in the stands. Kirk Gibson hit a home run in the World Series. Yeah, Can't coming off walk. the bench. That's what I'm saying. Can't so, you know, I just don't don't get that. So. Let's see, man. That's um, you know, it's a good topic, uh, because you know, like what constitutes rest, right? But hey, you know, your day off, the the day off, then your schedule when there's no game and no practice, that's your day off. And when it's your no game day, but there's still practice, guess what? That's your day off too. You get a couple hours practice. It's twenty four hours in the day. That's your day off. Yep. You got full days off. You get a full day off among them. Doubt it. No. Did I get a full day off? Doubt it. What are these guys, $45 million a year getting a full day off? You know who doesn't want a day off? Um, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers said, I shall rise again. So there's <laughs> your there's your will. answer. And he will. Hey, did we give ADSR a little shout out? Now we, now we are. Now we are. Great we're, intro. We're talking, before um, before the, the podcast, we were talking about, you know, cool stuff people do, right? With... Um, Umberto Perez sent me a nice picture from the skies, man. He's a pilot. So I was telling Armando that, you know, you can only get those pictures from from those angles from certain people. Yep. He's one of them. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's a beautiful thing. Beautiful cool sunsets. Thing. And I don't know. I wouldn't fly a plane, but hey. Hell no. More power to hey, him. Hey, I wouldn't have swum with sharks either. Hell no. But our boy ADSR does. Leave me out of the ocean, man. <laughs> Later, guys. This has been episode 51. See ya.